Chapter 22, End and Beginning. Luke 16, 31. Jesus said to him, If they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be convinced, even if someone rises from the dead. Have you ever been to a funeral where they keep the casket of the dead person open for all the family and friends to see? I've been to a bunch of these kinds of funerals because here in the southern United States, they almost always keep the casket open. If you've never been to a funeral where they do that, let me assure you that it is just as uncomfortable and strange as you're probably imagining it would be. I'll never forget going to my grandmother's funeral when I was in the fifth grade. I had seen dead bodies in their caskets before, but this was different. My grandmother was special to me. She and I always had a really sweet connection and always got along really well. We both kind of talked too much, and we were always the last ones left at the table eating when everyone else was finished and gone. When we were together at the same table, we could sit, laugh, and talk for what seemed like hours without ever actually finishing our food. She was a sweet little round lady who liked hugs, and I liked her. I don't guess I'll ever forget the way it felt to walk up to that casket and see her there inside it. They tried to make her body seem like she was peacefully sleeping, but I wasn't fooled. The body lying there simply wasn't her. She wasn't really there. I had recognized this phenomenon before at open casket funerals, but it was even more pronounced with my grandmother because I really knew her, and I loved her, and I could see it in her fingers and in her cheekbones and in her mouth. The body was there, but it was empty. It wasn't just that the body had stopped functioning. It was more than that. The life was gone. Whatever it was that made her the person she was had now left, and she was gone. This doesn't feel right, does it? When someone is a part of your life and you love them, it doesn't just hurt when they die. It goes even further than that. It, it offends. All of a sudden, their story just ends and your times together slip into memory. And how can this be? How can you go on while they silently disappear? Something deep inside us recoils at this. Is this for real? Is there more? There has to be more to life than this. We can't exactly explain it, but everyone knows it. We sense that there is more to the story. The loved ones we've lost can't just be gone. Somehow we know that the end isn't exactly the end. At the end of Luke chapter 16, Jesus told a story. People have traditionally called this a parable, but Jesus never said it was a parable. In fact, he named a person in the telling of this scene, which he never did in any of his parables. He started by saying, there was a rich man. It could be that Jesus was giving people a glimpse behind the curtain on something that really happened. Either way, whether this really happened or was merely a parable of our Lord's own invention, I'm sure he meant to tell it in order to teach us something incredibly important and essential. The story went like this. There was a rich man who lived in luxury every day of his life. He had the very best of everything and enjoyed it all. On the outside of his estate, there was a beggar named Lazarus who had nothing. He was sick, diseased, and in pain. This Lazarus would have gladly sifted through the rich man's trash for food. But they both died. 
Lazarus was carried by the angels to blessing with Abraham, while the rich man went into torment. The rich man saw Lazarus enjoying peace with Abraham and begged for pity. He wanted Lazarus to give him even a drop of water. He wanted Lazarus to go warn his living relatives so they wouldn't end up where he was. But Abraham told him it was impossible. He said there was a chasm fixed and they couldn't cross over to each other. He said the rich man's relatives wouldn't listen to the warning, even if someone were to rise from the dead. Whoa, what a story. I mean, I don't pretend to know what all Jesus meant by telling it, but there is at least one thing we have to face in this story that is absolutely critical, and that is, one day, we will all be dead. No matter how much you have or how important you think you are, you will one day be dead. This truth comes for everyone, and absolutely no one can prevent or avoid it. The heart becomes still. The brain stops sending orders. The eyes darken, the light vacates, and we leave. This life will end for everyone. Jesus doesn't stop there, though, because we don't stop. And this is important. We go on after death. We don't vanish into nothingness or become extinct. We continue on. Something keeps on living after our bodies give out. Our personality, our consciousness, our spirit goes on. And isn't this what we always expected? This is the nagging suspicion we have at funerals. Death can't be the end. And indeed, it's not the end. The real question is, what is in store for you after the end? Not long after our Lord told this story, he faced death himself. By the time Jesus was on the cross, it was actually a wonder he was still alive. Scholars tell us that because of the torture Jesus had already endured and the amount of blood he had already lost, his heart was beating sporadically and out of control. He was literally in shock and barely hanging on to life. Finally, after saying all he needed to say, he gave in and his beautiful heart stopped beating. Those piercing eyes of love darkened and he was gone. Everyone dies. It's a simple lesson we all know already. So why did Jesus tell us the story? Maybe it's because we all know it, but don't really think about it for the simple reason that we're afraid to face it. But Jesus wasn't afraid, and he doesn't want you to be either. This short little life is not the end. You will go on after death. Are you ready for that? Jesus faced death and then rose victorious over death so that you can live forever with him in love and in peace. In John 5, he said, Whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not be judged, but is crossed over from death to life. If you know and love him, your death will not be the end of all you had, but will only be the beginning of everything you've always dreamed of. For more on this, get to a quiet place and read Luke 16, 19 through 31, and John 5, 21 through 26, 
Have you ever really thought about your own death? Are you afraid? Why? Are you ready to face what you know is certain? Are you looking forward to being with the Lord in glory? Tell the Lord your heart.